In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey doesn't share food! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we have returned. <laughs> we Googled synonyms for and we're back. back. <laughs> Our return is here. Uh, right. Next, you don't know what we'll come up with next week. Yeah, we're going to just switch it up. Okay. So we've returned. How are you feeling? Oh, what a loaded question. I feel, you know, sleepless in New York City. <laughs> You're sleepless still. I'm sleepless in New York City. My last night, my jaw, I've expe- I've haven't experienced this type of physical pain from like stress and it's not really it's not stress necessarily like from work. I'm I think work and DST and all of that is al- almost saving me from my stress in terms of like the world because I was like just thinking about how, you know, one of my biggest kind of it's it's good and it's bad double-edged sword kind of thing is that like I really sponge, I really take in all emotions from other people and everything I see and just, you know, like it's just all living inside of me. And like I was really, really happy on on Saturday. Like that was I cried. It was like such a moment of relief. But now <laughs> it's turned into such a clusterfuck. But the thing is, is like, you know, we expected that. That's what we always said was going to happen. But it's just the reality of it and seeing it on social media. And I've, I've just, it's just been a lot. And I've experienced stress. And I don't know if anybody else is feeling this way, but like, you know, beyond the jaw clenching and my teeth just like being shut together by like pure force is I've had these like forehead, head like, forehead headaches and then like I've had like weird things happening and like my stomach area (laughs) like just the it's pressure and I'm just like this is I've never felt this from from stress like I've never felt this physical pain I've never had a headache in the front of my head before I mean nothing like this has ever happened right I you know it's funny the teeth thing you described because I do this thing where like I bite the insides of my cheeks like I between my teeth and I like chomp them down and I'm like it feels so (laughs) good it feels so good I can talk while I'm doing it kind of oh wow so relieving but it's it tell it's actually I think of it more as a gauge for how much tension I have for how much I can mm. do it rather right. than a stress reliever. Cause it actually doesn't really relieve anything. Right. But yeah, no Saturday was Saturday, meaning last Saturday, since there was an episode that came out last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was so great. And it, 
I slept so well on for two nights and then, and then, yeah, the clusterfuck online, but yeah, it sucks because we all kind of thought like, oh, it's just going to get better and better and better. But no, we have to deal with this like 70 day horrible period. And, but you know what? I just keep telling myself reality is Joe Biden won the election. He's going to be the president, no matter how much of a shit fit the president throws and no matter what he tries to do and just keep reminding myself of the reality and the facts, because that's the only way that you can combat the gaslighting, which is the cause of all this stress. That's not, that's not really the stress that I'm feeling. I'm feeling the extreme stress of like the tension between two sides. Like that is what I'm feeling. Like it's not even like I have faith, like you're saying that it's going to go in the direction. What's happening isn't, is just a show it's theater, but the stress of both the tension is so high, if not higher than like ever. And that is what I'm like physically feeling. And it was disappointing that like, I thought maybe some of the tension would break post election, but like it didn't. That has been disappointing. Uh, Yeah, it's disappointing, but there is a flip side, which is (laughs) I have walked more. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. I I, like Instagram that I felt more energy in on Monday and I, even though there's stress, there's also like, I, well, oh my God, I went straight long at it also. Um, also the, the feeling of like kind of a renewed energy that there is a fresh start on the horizon, um, perhaps some hope. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay. there, there are lots of good things because, okay. Another thing that I think is adding to all the stress that doesn't even get enough like marquee space is the coronavirus that yeah raging and like we've hit 200,000 cases a day. Um, it's just, it's really, really scary because it's that that's also kind of a clusterfuck, like at least in like the beginning of coronavirus when it wasn't even as bad as it is now people you knew like, okay, at least I know I'm staying in my house. I know nothing is safe. Like, and, and your people are confident erring on the side of caution. Now it's like this feeling like, I don't know if I can trust anybody. Like, I don't know where people have been there. It doesn't seem like there's any sort of regulation. Like obviously people in New York wear masks and like, frankly, I don't see anybody anyway where I am, but in general, like if I had to deal with going to like a Thanksgiving or something like that, which I don't, it's just going to be like with my mom, but like, all those things I think are like really stressful. Like knowing that like cases are high is, is, is like not a thing I like having in my head. I felt better when I knew cases were low. And even if, of course, yeah. Even if you did go out and venture out, like your risk was low just because the cases were low. Yeah. But I think that that vaccine news as timely of an announcement as it was, um, I think that that's what's kind of, curbing the hopelessness and um like the the kind of anticipated depression of like people in the next phase of like lockdown well that's you not know, a happy light what is that <laughs> literally it's a light that is meant it's literally meant to, to treat seasonal depression like oh really yeah it's not like i know it looks like a ring light you look like you're in an interrogation room but yes, I am. 
<laughs> your purple interrogation room. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. It's happy light. It literally see the you can't see it. It's too bright, but it says happy light on it. And oh, good. And I'm not promoting them for any sort. Of, you know, obviously, but yeah, my grandmother had one when we were when I was younger, and I just remembered it, and I was like, I wonder oh, if those cool. really exist. And they do. Mandy also had one. Oh, great. Well, when maybe Carly can link it on DSD if people are asking. That's a good idea. The brand I have is Verilux, but it's literally meant to treat seasonal depression. It's not like the bullshit thing I just like made up. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. Maybe we could talk about some things that are keeping us happy besides election stuff. Okay. Number one is setting boundaries with people around me and not talking about the election. That's one. Two, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, I'm going to watch that tonight. It was so good. How could one episode be that good? It's not that it was the episode. It was the excitement about the characters. Like the characters seem genuinely like, weird like <laughs> you know what i mean like th- that one of them specifically her her story is that because a lot of them are mormon right I was gonna ask, are they mormon yeah it's like all about being mormon like the this even the oh, the song like in the transition is like church it's so it's that part of it gets me so excited because it's another level of like something that we wouldn't really understand. Right, right, right. But there's also two characters that are from like one from New York that one became Mormon from being Jewish. Another one like it's just it's really it's really good. One of them is married to her step grandfather. They have like 20 years in between of them. And that's not all. She yeah. is like the preacher of this Pentecostal church. And do they do tongues. You have a preview of her like sermon. It is. This is what I mean. It's like another level of like people that you would never be exposed to. I love that. And on top of that, you and I both love like when they're so crazy rich. Yeah. It's like there's they're that. So crazy rich. They're crazy rich. Oh, that's and- exciting. 
Did you like the house I sent you from Alexia Omansky? Yes, yes, I commented. I hope she does more of those house tours. Alexia, or a friend of Alexia, <laughs> listening, please tell Alexia to continue doing really lavish house tours in LA. Maybe she'll be on Selling Sunset. Going back to Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Okay, so not only is there net that then a level of all of them being so fucking wealthy, but there's a historic level where it's like they're talking about their ancestors as it pertains to like the Mormon, the history of Mormonism. Like the one who saw the tablets thing. Like, yeah, yeah. there. Yes, there. There's like the, my great grandfather is the like henchman of this guy, and like how, Howard Hughes was his driver, and and Howard it was Hughes? yeah, Howard Howard. I'm just telling you, like, there's like a historical element to it that's also very interesting. I'm and, Thank you for giving me something to do tonight. And you know, you you love the whole like religious aspect of things and it's so it's like scandalous and exciting and and they talk about how like mormons are perfect is there scandalous stuff where like they don't like really do the religion or like yeah that's the whole thing they're all like kind of they like make exceptions and like they talk about how like mormons aren't supposed to drink but they talk about like one of them throws this massive party and they said you can see like the mormons always like sipping in the corner they drink Wait, th- that's another thing because alcohol is such a critical part of like all the Real Housewives franchises, like getting them loose. So how are they going to do that in the Mormons? Just watch it. I'm telling you, it's so good. Oh my um, God. It's so I hope good. they don't so give like the good Mormons who, who don't drink a bad name and like everyone thinks that like Mormons are, are not really not drinking. We'll see. I think, yeah. I mean, like the Long Island princesses of the Mormons. <laughs> no, they are rich. I'm de- they are like, no, I'm not saying because they're not rich. I'm saying because like maybe they give them a bad name. Oh, maybe. That's what I'm saying. All these housewives give like their <laughs> communities a bad name. Real housewives of New York do not represent New York City. I mean, maybe yeah, they, they represent most to. of New York City, but the New York City of the people who are watching them. Right. Anyway, that's keeping me happy. Um, Also, Beyonce and Peloton just announced a fabulous partnership. And Beyonce, I guess, licensed her music to Peloton. And she says that she's going to release new songs on Peloton, which is like the first time this has ever happened in history. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great deal for Peloton. That is so smart. Huge. And I took like one of the rides. It was so good. I can't even explain to you. Also, they played Drunk in Love. Do you remember um, yes. being 25 and Drunk in Love and how much I fucking yeah. love that song? Yeah, I also think Beyonce, as far as spin music goes, I think she has some of the best. Like so whenever good. I used to go to Soul Cycle and they, like, it was always the Beyonce songs that really got me through it, to be honest. Agreed. You know what else I need? I need a partnership with Peloton and Mumford and Sons and a partnership with Peloton and Bruce Springsteen. And then I could just do all three of those. Oh, right. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's making me happy? Speaking of things that are making us happy. Bruce, my dog. Bruce Bader Ginsburg. But also Springsteen, according to his medical records. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? 
I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know what's stressing me out and concerning me about myself a little bit lately? What? My addiction to my phone. And I don't want to throw this term around lightly, addiction, but I'm making myself sick. Like, again with phone binges where I realize like I haven't like gone anywhere without it. And I scroll through Twitter constantly. So I am with you on that. That is so real. I literally yesterday, yesterday realized that I have like, it's not just like, Oh, this casual, like I'm addicted to my phone. We all are kind of, it is a real thing that I realized like my my like I said sleepless in New York City like I'm not sleeping because I'm scrolling yeah and so in the middle of the night to scroll and last night last night I was like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna leave your phone down and we're gonna not use it one hour before bed and so I you know I did it it was like it was me as stormy and my phone was the M&Ms. I was like, patience, patience. I was watching like Housewives and then during commercials, I would go and like literally throw my body over to get my phone. And I'm like, no, no, don't get it. Don't get it. And then I would just lay there and I'd like wait through the commercial. And then and then I'd be okay when there was something distracting me. And they're like, oh, I need to get my phone. <laughs> and I re- so then when I tried to turn it off, this is, this is where it gets really dangeroso. I'm go- trying to go to sleep. I turn it off. And I realize, guys, that like the television is not a great way to, but I need it. I can't go cold turkey. <laughs> Like I, took, I took a book. I took a book from my like library, quote unquote, and I put it next to my bed. But like it was not touched. So I, so I, so the television was turned off. It's time for the bed, and I'm laying there. This is when my headaches kicked in. This is when like the jaw thing kicked in, and I was just like, Ugh. I was like, I just need to go on the phone. And I realized in that moment that I'm so addicted to this device, like that. And so guess what I did? I took, I went and got my phone. I reached for it. I like just scrolled nothingness, nothingness. And then I felt all of the headaches subside. And that's how I knew I was feeling withdrawal. 
Like it was real. Wow. Yeah, no, it is real. Like we all watch the social dilemma. It's real. I wish I could let go of my phone long enough to prove that hypothesis. But like, I know because when I, okay, when I'm in therapy, like I'm sure uh, you're texting. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I'm texting through therapy. And my therapist is like, she sees me doing it. And I've like tried to become really discreet about it. Cause like I'm on the computer and I'm like, she can't see everything, but so she started to like notice when I'm like, when I'm doing it. And she calls me out. She's like, when you're just, so, you know, when you're just distracted, like right now, I'm like, fuck, she got me. Oh my God. I'm like, like, it's an important message about three weeks from now. Yeah. Right. Like I can't even have my therapy session. I'm like, and, and what I realized via the therapy session is that it's like, it's a way to like, soothe my mind. Like I can't focus on one thing. I need to have like two things going or three things going. It's like, yeah, yeah, I I agree. It's a soothing system. I also really, really recognized the feeling of how I've been using food also as a soothing. Like I felt, you know, when you, again, like, you know, something like logically, I know that I'm addicted to my phone. I know I use food to cope, but like, I felt it. Like I felt when in this moment, when I was taking it all away from myself, I felt that like, holy shit, I need to cope with those feelings and I need to do something. So I need to either scroll or I need to get some fucking buttered bread. I need, (laughs) I need something. And, but I really don't want to continue with these activities again. Like we're going to use our same tools, not to treat it with judgment, and that I'm not alone in this. A lot of people are experiencing this. Please message me if you're also feeling this. Well, I will t- I will tell you like what. So because my therapist was like, you like, need to pay attention. Like what? It's like class. Yeah. It's like, I can't. So something that we did was she was like, okay, we're just going to do like three minutes of like, you're going to close your eyes and I'm going to guide you through it. And like, you're not going to your phone and I'm going to know because I'm looking at you and you're sitting right there. So I did it. And I was like, okay, I'm aware that the reason I'm doing, doing all these things is because like, I don't want to cope with the feelings of discomfort that come up with when I don't have the soothing mechanism. And she's like, well, if you want to, you know, kind of, I guess like grow and move forward, like dealing with the feelings and, and experiencing the discomfort is, is, do you have to learn to tolerate it like a little bit at a time? Yeah. So, so we did this breathing exercise and I told you about the conveyor belt exercise. I forgot. Label the feeling, the thought, the urge as they come up in your head. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we did. And I had this like very, it's like weird. Like I, did it for a little bit. And then as I was doing it, like I had this very random memory of going out to dinner with my mom, my grandmother and my brother and eating like Asian chicken salads. (laughs) (laughs) But what I realized was like, okay, so if this is what's coming up in the time, the one time I got quiet in six months, right? Obviously it's a clue. Like I'm in therapy right now, this random time I'm eating an Asian chicken salad with my grandmother, mother, and brother isn't coming up out of nowhere. Like that's obviously the answer. 
it's part of the answer, but yeah, there's, there's a clue. Right. I agree. Right. So I'm like, okay, obviously the feeling I'm trying to avoid is a feeling pertaining to my grandmother and my brother who have passed away. So what I was like, okay, obviously what I'm trying to push away is a feeling of grief or missing them, but also like a feeling of happiness kind of, because it was like a happy memory. It wasn't like a negative it didn't have any negative associations with it, this particular. Right. I realized like, okay, I'm trying to push away these feelings. That's what this is about. I'm just afraid to feel these feelings. And then we, I, I came back from the exercise. Then we did it again. And I had this other, I had these other memories. And again, they were, the second memory was about a vacation. I was on in New Hampshire, whatever. And there were these lint truffles in the <laughs> and I just realized like all these things that came up are like, there's these weird, there's like a lot of sadness, a lot about like my brother memories from when I was like very young and with my family members. And then these like strong foods that come up, uh, like all the memories have a food in them. Clue, like, clue number two. <laughs> <laughs> like they all have very prominent clues about food for me. Like, why do I, like, why does the Asian chicken salad come through? So in conclusion, if you find yourself self-soothing, trying to figure out what you're avoiding can be very enlightening. This is great advice. I have to say, this is awesome advice and I'm going to try it. Thank you. So are you going to keep doing this? I feel like this is, sounds like a fun activity. It's, it's not fun. I mean, like in terms of like, you know, solving a puzzle. It, okay. It definitely helps you solve a puzzle, but I also had ones that like, weren't so good. Like I right. had, like I had positive ones, but I also had like negative responses to the positive ones. Like I had ones where my mother made me feel very safe, but also the converse is like, my father really didn't make me feel very safe. He kind of made me feel very like unstable. Mm-hmm. So, and like that coming up is like a really like, I'd rather just go eat and forget about it and scroll yeah. on Twitter, you know? Yeah. So wow. Like, okay. So can you just repeat, what is the process of trying this, of doing, okay. what do you, you sit, what do you do? Well, you have to get really quiet. Like in, in therapy, my therapist talked me through it by just, and which gave me something to focus on, but like, get very quiet, close your eyes, take deep breaths, maybe focus on your breath. But what I did is this conveyor belt exercise, which you basically picture yourself like working at the a conveyor belt and each thought that comes to your head, you label it as an emotion, an urge, or a thought, or you could do it as a memory, whatever. The point is to label it. So you get really like centered on each individual thought you have. And then like you start to notice what thoughts you're having and you might like go. And for me, it was like, I was having these like very, like, why did that memory And because I was labeling that memory, it was like, oh, very obvious to me that it came up. And then it was like, why did it come up? And yeah. But you, you analyze it after you're sort of, after you're done. Yes. But like sometimes, like I was kind of letting myself go a little deeper into it because like, okay, so I had the, the, the memory at the, the the lunch or the dinner or whatever, label that as memory. Then it's like, why did the memory come up? Label that as a thought. Oh, okay. 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 That's cool. And then then when you're done, 
it's like, then I started to think about it. Another thing I think would be very effective to do after would be journaling. If like, you feel very overwhelmed to mm. write down like everything, it doesn't have to be sentences. It can be stream of con- it can be bullet points, stream of consciousness. No one's reading it. So it doesn't matter. Like, and, and just getting away from the phone for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I love that. If it gets to be too much, just go back to your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I was, I would label that as great advice. (laughs) Just, just, um, just, okay. If it gets to be too much, do a big cry. But Mm. if you can't handle it, your phone's there. Yeah, so is the refrigerator. Uh, yeah, that is that's awesome. I'm gonna tr- really try that. I yeah, tells yeah. you a lot. It it was bizarre because like anything that comes up isn't random. I wonder what would come up for me. Wait, so so the labels are go again about the labels. Emotion, emotion, uh, thought. Is an emotion also like a fear? Yes. Okay. Fear. A fear, an emotion. Okay. A thought. Like an urge. Like, I want to touch my phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or a thought. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. A, a thought, an urge, and a thought. Emotion, urge, and thought. A thought could be like, I need to, I have a meeting after this. Okay, okay. This is great. I'm going to do this. Yeah, a thought could be a, a memory because I guess I don't really know how to categorize memories, but I have a lot of memories. But okay. I guess it could be thoughts. Great. So if anybody wants to do this at home, let us know yeah, your experience. It sounds um, it's it's to me it sounds curious, and I really want to try. It was curious. It's like why why these memories? Why this burn? we do a non-scale win is it time it's time but um time tick tock tick tock also next week or two weeks is thanksgiving that's crazy the next episode will be a thanksgiving themed episode thanksgiving themed episode so if anybody has any questions want us to talk about anything specific thanksgiving theme email us uh com, or you can just message us, but yeah, prefer if you can email it to us. That would be awesome. Or just a message at Diet Starts Tomorrow. So let's do our let's do a listener non-scale win. Okay. Hi, Sammy and Aileen. I first want to thank you for making such a funny, relatable podcast that makes me entertained every single week. I was recently inspired by you two, and I thought I would share my latest NS dubs. I heard you guys talk. She didn't say NS dubs. I was like, are you gonna put that on her? Yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to put it on me. She wrote NSW. I heard you guys talking about how you want to get into walking, and I recently moved near this gorgeous park, but I never take the time to explore it. I generally don't like working out outside or at the gym and feel very self-conscious. I live alone, too, and I feel like all of this makes me a little bit of a quarantine hermit. But I decided, first of all, I can relate to the, those two words put together, but I decided to give it a try. I put my headphones in and listened to an audiobook. Thanks, DST Book Club. Shout out. And went for an hour walk on a nice day last week. Now I have been doing it every morning, not because I have to, but because I want to. Even on the colder days, I bundle up and bring some coffee. And it has been something I've started to look forward to every day. I've even begun. <laughs> oh, this is funny. I've even begun waving to other park goers and have talked to some pe- some of the people on my route. 
it's a nice way to get in touch with nature, myself and my neighbors. I'm so grateful for the obvious suggestion. Thanks. And never stop putting out episodes. Oh, wow. I, lo- I love that. I love I love that it connects her to the community, too. It, that's such an unexpected positive. And I feel like that's especially necessary now during a time when we're like literally alone, <laughs> mostly alone. Well, I have to say that this listener and I share an NS dubs because my NS dub is that I went for a walk three days in a row again, and it didn't even occur to me that it might be to burn calories. And it was purely just for the fresh air and movement. That's amazing. I all, I too walked it's I didn't like go on a walk but I like I made I made destinations that were further and forced myself to walk there (laughs) you know what I mean I I like I I made a plan to see my niece and so I was like I'm gonna walk there you know why not um I I went to to live live method and I was like I'm just gonna walk home this is fine and it didn't even seem that far. You know, in the city, you know, we, everything seems so much further than it actually is in, in distance. It's not. Um, so, yeah, I agree. The walking thing is good. Somebody messaged me that we should start a, like, maybe a, a walking club of some type or a step. I'm a little too much of a hermit for that. Quarantine hermit. You're not ready. So I'm, I'm considering it. Maybe... Um, Maybe during the holidays when people are home, maybe it's like a way to just kind of move around or not home, but like less busy. But yeah, that, that's also my win. It has to do with just being a little bit more active, just a little bit more active. Right. And I haven't moved yet, but I'm, I'm excited to walk around my new neighborhood. There's a treadmill in my building. I'm planning to walk on that. <laughs> <laughs> and listen to podcasts. Yeah, podcasts are the best for walking. I'm just hoping that like there's like a feeling of a reset that happens. Like I'm excited for this new year. You know, I'm just I'm you I'm know anticipating it. I, I I think that that will happen. I'm I just hope for a new oh. a lasting energy reboot. I want to press the reboot on life's MacBook. <laughs> I just want to just hold it down and just see that power bump up button and just a new start. I hope everyone's feeling that. Well, you know, okay. As pessimistic as I was for March through June, I would say, everyone was like, she's so pessimistic. I don't want to hear pessimism. Okay. I don't want to hear her talking about how this is going to be a year or whatever. We're not going on vacation for a while. I want everyone to know that my, my outlook is now positive bullet on the way up. I don't know if bullish or bearish is the good one, <laughs> oh, like- but, but um, it's on the way up. I think that by next year, we could be having weddings. Yeah. People can go on vacation. Yeah. You're definitely bullish. Going bullish. Going on vacation, I think will be something that can happen H2 next year. Like normally, maybe even Europe, hopefully. I think that like things will improve. I don't see like no end in sight the way I used to. So that's great. 
And yeah. it's also a lesson in when you do feel like there's no end in sight. There is hope that that's not necessarily true. Well, there it's no, it's like at that point, I feel like I thought it would end when it kind of is going to end. But like, I feel like we've, even though cases with Corona and whatever are really bad, I do think that like, we are going to get over the hump soon ish. Maybe. Yeah. I mostly, most for me, the vaccine news gave me, gave me a lot of hope for the economy and even though there might be shutdowns, I'm having a little bit more hope that people aren't, again, hopeless and that they're just going to stop everything. Like there's just like this is just a, like you said, a hump to get over an obstacle, but not necessarily like this this big doomsday. So that's that's, I think, the the feeling to hold on to. Yeah. All right, guys. So email us DST at Betches Send us your ideas for Thanksgiving. Send us your dear DSTs. We're going to be doing that, obviously, still ongoing every Thursday. We love those episodes. If you're feeling the same as us, or maybe you have another perspective, please message us that information. Like, we love having a dialogue with you guys. Message at Sammy, message DM, whatever, at Aileen, at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Please rate, review, subscribe. Maybe we'll do a competition of like the funniest or best review. Um, We'll get something special from me and Sammy. I just made that up, but I think that's a great idea. So starting now, (laughs) go leave us a really, really funny, creative review. And we will choose one based on who we think is just who we thought was like, yes, on point, really gets us. And we'll send you something special. So, yeah, we're with you. We're always with you. (laughs) Very thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is hosted by Aileen Cooperman and Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to DST at Betches.com. Betches.